Hey, so I'm Kelly Johnson and I own Modesty Lane Marketing, which is a consulting, coaching and strategizing firm for entrepreneurs, freelancers and creatives. Um, We're based out of the San Francisco Bay Area and I have been blessed to be able to help people all around the United States. I have a background in psychology uh, in college and then I have a long-standing career in sales Um, award-winning career with former Fortune 500 companies, Um, lots and lots of mentors that God has allowed me to be under to learn from. Um, I am an apostolic Pentecostal Christian, and that is why my company is called Modesty Lane. So I hope to bring my knowledge to my community first and foremost, and anyone else who's open to learning. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and thank you so much for joining. Hey guys, welcome back to the Modesty Lane Podcast. This is Kelly Johnson, and today I'm going to start with a statistic that I saw online. I wanted to read it to you. It says 86% of women will look at social media before deciding to make a purchase. Hmm. What do you guys think about that statistic? 86% of women will look at social media before deciding to make a purchase. Now, I know, I know, I know some of you are saying, well, I don't shop online and I don't care about social media and I don't think that's true. Well, guess what? It looks like the majority of women out there do not have that same feeling. So let's just dive into that for a little bit. Why is it that you think that Almost 90% of women in the world are looking at social media before they decide to make a purchase. Hmm. Here's, I'll tell you what I think. I think it's because people think with their eyes. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. I can remember as a teenager reading magazines. Now, I'm not even, I don't even remember the last time I saw someone with a magazine because social media has become the magazine online. But as a teenager, I used to read actual magazines and I wanted to have all of the clothes, the gadgets, the accessories, the books, the housewares, and anything else that was represented on the photos in those magazines and any clothes that were modeled on the kids, the moms. I wanted all of it. Social media, like I just said, is an online magazine. So if you're interested in impacting people, with anything, if you sell anything, um, or you have a message that you want to share with the world, perhaps you don't even sell anything. Perhaps you're just someone that has a message that you want to share with the world. Well, you have to keep this in mind. We think with our eyes. The world thinks with their eyes. Years ago, um, I was a new Christian, and Um, I felt like God didn't want me to um, have home decor magazines around. It was a weird thing, but it's how I felt. And um, and so I didn't feel like they were sinful. I didn't feel like that my friends that did have home decor magazines um, were doing anything wrong. I just totally felt for my own life that um, I just knew it, that home decor magazines were not magazines I needed to have around. And I think it was because I was um, really aware of the fact that God was transforming my heart, and He was turning my heart away from the satisfaction of things. And um, home decor magazines, especially high-end home decor magazines, 
were gripping my heart and causing me to feel um, sad and discontented with the things that I did have, um, causing me to wish that I had money to buy the things that I saw in those magazines. Now, there's nothing wrong with wishing you had money to buy nicer things. That's not at all what I'm saying. But I know for myself and my own mental health, um, being a melancholic personality, um, I can tend to just be a real deep thinker. And sometimes just wishing that I had something could turn in for me and for my personality type could turn into um, a downward spiral of uh, woe is me and I'll, you know, I'll never get anything that nice and, uh, you know, just, just really bad, a really bad thing for me. So I, I have personally had to fight um, comparison and looking at the things in my house and the furniture that I've been blessed with and comparing them in magazines with furniture that other people have been blessed with and um, knowing that in my wildest dreams I would never be able to afford that and so that would make me look at what I have and feel sad about that and then that trickles over into feeling sad about my station in life and why didn't I choose to be uh, a brain surgeon so that I could have made more money to have afforded um, nicer things and so on. So. Um, your Instagram page, your Facebook page, your Pinterest page, all of those um, social media outlets, they're another person's magazine. They are what other people are using to um, compare themselves with and, and wish for things that are on your page. And um, I want to I share with you a quote that I just heard recently, and it says, what you consume is what you'll crave. So people that are consuming your content, and again, I'm speaking from a digital marketing strategist perspective right now, is what you put out there into the world, into the media world and the digital world, online, on social media, on your website. That'll be what, what your audience consumes. And what they consume is what they will begin to crave. What are you causing people to, cra to crave? There's a, there's a really thought-provoking question, because as a content creator, um, and especially as a Christian content creator, I feel like um, we really need to, as, as a Christian content creator, we really need to have that as the basis of our thought for everything that we create that goes online, everything. Um, if we have a business page, then that's, let's say it's um, selling clothing, then perhaps we want to think about the models and the the what they're representing and whether they're modest and um, whether they're, um, you know, they, whether they uh, cause women to crave things that, that, uh, that they shouldn't necessarily be craving. So um, if you have a personal page and you want to tell your story, um, then you might want to think in mind, think about this while you're creating your story. Um, what is my audience going to crave after reading this? Are they going? To, am I telling this story in such a way that would leave them craving more details that are gory and more gossip and more blood and more tears? Um, or will they feel the presence of God in your story? Will they see his delivering hand in your life and feel his peace for the rest of their day? Or are they going to feel troubled in their heart um, because of a story that you shared um, that 
that just brought sadness and pain to them with no resolution, with no um, hope that um, that although you had to go through this or you're going through this, that you have a God that um, that you trust, that you know will bring you through. And so I, I'm a big proponent of sharing our stories. And, and, and I talk a lot about how um, in marketing, we want to touch people's emotions. That's how they buy. Um, but I also wanted to share with you today that it's really important that as you're, as you have that really big job of touching people's emotions, that you do it carefully and you do it prayerfully and you do it in a way to where you, you create your content knowing that whatever emotion you leave um, the reader with and the person who's watching and reading and consuming, the consumer with, um, that they leave on, on a positive note and that they don't uh, walk away from your page feeling um, downcast. If you can do that, you've given your audience a real gift. You really have. Those are people in the world that we call inspirational. Um, they're our heroes. They're the ones that that you can tell have been very thoughtful with their content. And, and, and you feel their care because they have created content uh, and curated content, um, pull things together that, um, that's done with tender, loving care. Uh, and that, those are the kinds of people that as Christian um, consumers that we really flock to, don't we? Like we really do love people that we can tell um, put an insane amount of time um, behind their creation carefully because they understand that they want that this social media world can be a very precarious um, place to navigate. And um, so the creators that are putting things together with a lot of thought, um, we really take our hats off to them and we really do appreciate them. And so I just want to encourage you all today that um, just keep that in mind that that 86% of the population of women that are, they're counting on you. Um, and that number is only going to increase. And I, I can't even imagine what the population of men is with that. That would be interesting to know. Uh, I don't have that number right now, but just know that as you're creating your content, um, you're also creating desires. And so be really careful uh, that you want to create a desire for your product and for your service, but you also want to create a product if you're a Christian creator. You want to create a desire and a craving for the one who made all of those things and who's blessed you with the opportunity to be a voice in the lives of people. Well, that's all I have today, and I'm so thankful that you decided to join me again. I do appreciate your time and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next podcast.